Hello everyone and welcome. I just wanted to um, send my sincere gratitude to those who are tuning in to this podcast today. Today's topic is mindfulness and what we're going to go over today is, you know, what is mindfulness? Uh, What are some of the benefits of practicing mindfulness, you know, to our health and our you know, general well-being, and also how can I practice mindfulness in my everyday life? So starting to talk about what it means to be mindful. What comes up in your head when I speak to you of mindfulness or meditation? A really common response is, you know, somebody sitting up on a mountaintop, overlooking the lush valley below, maybe sitting in a cross-legged position, you know, maybe saying the words, um, you know, um, and that's absolutely a form of meditation or mindfulness, but you might be so situated that you don't have mountains around you. (laughs) and maybe you don't have time to hike up an entire mountain to get mindful, right? So what are some simpler ways to be able to practice mindfulness? So what is the essence of mindfulness? How do I know if I'm being mindful? So the most simple way to look at mindfulness is really, it's all about presence, being present in the moment. And what does that really mean, though? Presence is such a simple concept that I think, but it's not easy to practice, right? But I think we have to define what is the opposite of presence. Because then we can kind of get the full picture of, okay, so it's the opposite of this, right? So oftentimes I do presentations and workshops on a college campus. And I go into classrooms and the topic is mindfulness. The first question that I typically ask regarding presence is, and you can apply this to however this applies to your life. I ask the question, how many of you have a test to take in the next week or so? And for anyone listening at home, this could be maybe a project deadline or a job interview or something that causes a little bit of stress, right? And I ask them that, and they all raise their hands. Then I ask them the question, how many of you have thought about that test more than once today? All of the hands are still up. Then I continue to ask the questions of, how many of you have thought about it more than two times? All the hands are up. More than three? More than five? More than 10? Right? 90% of the hands are still up. Now, the purpose of that exercise is to start to bring some awareness to your thought life, to your mind, to what you're thinking about. And that doesn't go to say that planning is a bad thing, right? Planning to study is important. Planning to be sure that, you know, I'm able to get my homework done or this project done or the laundry done or whatever it might be. It could be something so small as doing the dishes, right? It's not a bad thing to plan. But when you're thinking about it 
more than 10 times a day. And for some people, depending on the circumstance, it could be of upwards of 50 times a day. You know, it's all that's on your mind. Just need this to go well, right? You might even rehearse some things that you're going to say to your boss when so-and-so happens. Or you might be thinking, well, this is the way it should go, right? Preparing yourself for every single different angle. Now, the reason why that's not presence is because your minds during that current moment are completely strapped to a future event that hasn't even happened. As human beings, we have this amazing imagination, right? We're able to imagine things, be creative, um, use our minds to the full capacity. But sometimes our imagination gets used for something that's not really all that productive, right? So thinking about the future a lot can cause anxiety, can cause depression, it can cause the feeling of not being in control or the feeling of I need to be in control. And think about something that you might have been really worried about, okay? And then that date finally came where it happened. And it wasn't as bad as your mind made it out to be. A common phrase is that we are our own worst enemy. And what does that mean? That means that our minds can get so out of the present moment, so afraid of the future, afraid of what might happen, what might not happen, right? And the whole purpose of why that's not being present is because none of that has actually happened. It's almost like it's a figment of our imagination. So how much time do we spend thinking about something that has never happened again? And how much amazingness and beautifulness do we miss right in front of us because we are thinking about the future? So that's just one form of not being present. And sometimes it does take some awareness of your thoughts to be able to get to a point where you might realize like, wow, I do think about the future a lot. And that leads us into the next step of thinking about the past a lot. Wishing that I didn't say this. Oh, how embarrassing. Oh, I wish I would have done this better. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Or I wish I would have said that. How much of your thinking is strapped to the past? Now, we learn from past mistakes. We learn from past experiences. That's why we have memory. However, when it's used in a sense where it's causing great discomfort, where it's causing you anxiety, where it's causing you regret, where it's causing you embarrassment, where your self-worth might not be feeling super hot these days, right? That's when it's not being properly used and it's just so easy to go down the rabbit hole of the past or of the future and be taken away of what's right in front of us, which, let me tell you, is all we have, is what's right in front of us, where our two feet are. So that went a a little bit deeper than what is presence, right? Presence is the simplicity. Not being present is what really, really can cause some issues and can cause a lot of different feelings that 
we would probably identify as not feeling very good. So I encourage you to think about what does your thought life look like? Is it comprised of mostly positive thinking? Is it comprised of being present? Or is it comprised of a lot of regret about the past? Or a lot of worry about what's to come? I will also tell you that a part of the normal human condition is exactly what I just explained. We are very used to thinking about the future and thinking about the past. It's, it's a very normal condition, normal mind pattern. But there is opportunity to break that, to break that habit. And a lot of that you know, comes with awareness and just taking a few minutes to kind of reflect on what you've been thinking about lately. So that's just one form of mindfulness, right? Is becoming present. So how do I become present? Now, awareness of thought is important. That's an important place to start on becoming present. But there are some other practices that you can also try out. And I'll just go over a couple of them. One of them is the points of contact meditation. What that means is wherever you're sitting right now or standing or walking, right? Whatever you're doing right now is to notice the points of contact on your body where your body meets the chair where are your hands placed do you feel fully supported where are your feet this practice of getting present allows you to see what's in front of you right now what you're experiencing and feeling right now pretty quick way to kind of get back into the present moment. Another way to become present or to practice mindfulness is to follow your breath. How does it feel to be breathing right now? The breath is often forgotten because it's so automatic. We don't have to put any thought into breathing. But noticing the breath allows you to get back into your body, to get back into the present moment, and really just feel what's going on in your life right now. So those are just a couple of Um, practices to take yourself back to the present moment and the last thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the benefits the health benefits of mindfulness practice and I will share with you that I've been practicing mindfulness for quite some time now in meditation and I will say it is a practice (laughs) I don't think I know one person who is perfect at meditation or perfect at being mindful or that is always present so this is a like I said a practice something that when you're doing it you're going to feel better because you know that you're doing something that's positive for yourself and to not give up on it it may take a little bit of time to start to really feel those benefits 
There's a lot of science and studies out there that show that mindfulness is very effective in reducing stress, improved memory function, improved sleep, decrease of depression. There are a lot of great benefits to mindfulness for our overall health and well-being. So I just wanted to thank you all so much for um, tuning in today Um, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I just also wanted to let you know that there are a couple other podcasts that actually go over mindfulness practice. So if you're interested, they're very brief and short. Um, One of them is a meditation and the other one is kind of a guided meditation as well just to kind of get started and to start somewhere. So Thank you all so much and I hope you enjoy your day.